What up, Taste Foolers? Welcome to another great episode of Taste Full of Fitness Fitness Corner Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, my man, Mr. Al Gibbs. He is the owner of Accounting and Tax, LLC. Uh, we're here today to hear his story, to hear how he got started, what keeps him going, and um, just hear about his life. You know, he's a Gustav native like myself, so we have that in common. And just want to hear about what, what, how did he get started and what he does. Um, and yeah, just glad to have him here today. So what's going on? Man, very grateful, man. Very uh, blessed to be here. Uh, thanks a lot for, you know, allowing this platform, man. I think this is great. A lot of people, um, you know, really like to hear the stories of how and the why. So you, you really touch, you know, touch bases on that. And uh, but just grateful to be here, man. And like I said, you know, like I always say, you know, grateful to be here goes beyond just the words of it. Like I know if I hadn't taken the steps, um, stepped out on faith to make certain decisions that I made in my life, I probably wouldn't be here on this mm -hmm. podcast with you. So uh, when I say I'm grateful to be here, like truly grateful to, to be in this seat, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, um, I very happy that someone recommended you. Wow. Now, it, it, we done had a few recommendations, but the fact that he was like, you got to have this guy on. Um, he's a great guy. So definitely reach out. So as soon as I get something right now, I reached out. Wow. And the way he responded right back, I was like, good. This is going to be a very good one. Not going to pressure me. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a good one. Because, again, uh, in the business world, what I have learned is, not saying it all, but it's rare that you come across good people in business. Mm. Um, if that I have. Um, it, it, it's, it's more competition than anything else. It's of collaboration and trying to help each other. And I don't, I feel like that's just not even necessary, personally. Um, I try my best to connect people. I can't help you. I get you with someone who can help you. If that what you are seeking, but just to check on each other, mental health. Because again, being an entrepreneur and being a black entrepreneur is definitely different. You know, we have different experiences. We all do. We're not one monolithic people. But we do have different experiences, and sometimes just talking to each other to encourage each other to keep doing what you're doing, it goes a long way. So uh, before I get on my little soapbox there, but I want to ask you, what? how did you get started in accounting and tax? Man, well, you know, it's, it's a great question. Uh, graduate undergrad, man. I'm telling my age here, Tay. So, um, you know, graduate undergrad in 2001, mm -hmm. um, and I was a business, uh, a business administration major, right? So I wanted to do something in business. I kind of knew what I didn't want to do, you know, coming from where I come from and coming through undergrad. Um, so I was kind of, I was blessed with the opportunity. So I was kind of thrown into accounting. I uh, worked with a uh, small business, great family-owned business. Um, so that way I kind of worked my way through the ranks and uh, really just kind of fell in love with the, the processes of it, right? Yeah. And so uh, being blessed to work in a small business environment of entrepreneurs, uh, from one job to the next, my first two jobs were with small business owners, yeah. right? And yeah. so um, I just really, man, I really liked the flow. I liked their lifestyle. And I'm not talking money. Of course, that was there. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not talking about that. Of course, that was intriguing as well, too. Yeah. But the freedom that they were able to yeah. to show, you know what I'm saying? Like with their families and and um, and and just with their time, you know. And so that was really intriguing to me. So. Um, so that piece mixed with the black and white or the nuts and bolts of accounting and tax, uh, that's kind of how I got started. And then, um, working corporate, I came to Atlanta, uh, was working with an amazing corporation, a great company, great people downtown Atlanta. That was one time a dream, right? Mm -hmm. Like to work down, you know, being from Augusta, I remember coming to Atlanta when I was a kid and just like looking at the tall buildings. I was like, man, I'd love to be here one day. Yeah. So yeah. one day I kind of wake up, if you will, out of that dream, and I'm I'm living that dream. I'm in I'm in one of the tallest buildings, the 191 building downtown Peachtree yeah. Street, Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I'm on the 37th floor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and um, it just hit me, man. Like, you know, this is really not what it's all cracked up to be for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, like I have amazing friends, man, that are that are working to have jobs. They enjoy what they do. They're making a huge impact. You know. At, at their job. So nothing, I, I never bash like you, you have to own your own business or, yeah. or you can't work for anybody. Like that, that's, that's not my, 
my forte. Um, and I don't think it's fair. You know what I mean? Because you hear entrepreneurship thrown around a lot. Yeah. And you, you know, so what's for you is for you. And what I tell people is that, like, I mean, if you dread your Monday morning, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, that's one of the biggest, like, that's one of the indicators for me. Like, if you're dreading your Monday morning, like, if it's Sunday, and if you're dreading, like, oh man, I got to go ahead and hit it, man, tomorrow, like, then maybe you just need to reassess. Yeah. It don't mean that, and maybe it could be just that job, and you need another job, or you know, you a different job or a different position. I'm not necessarily meaning that if you feel like that, you have to become an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. But I do feel that you owe it to yourself and you owe it to God that you're excited about waking up on Monday morning. Like, you know, so, uh, and I didn't mean to get on my soapbox then, but uh, so my wife and I made a decision in, in March of 2008 to resign my corporate accounting position, I mean, uh, position, right? Mm -hmm. So we set a definitive date as of December 31st, 2008. Right. So from March 08 to December 31st, 08, it was like, all right. Now, we had already uh, we had already started the company about a year ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we had picked up a few little clients on the side and I was really liking what we were doing on the side. It was exciting. You know, mm -hmm. I was working full time and I would leave my full time job and I would go and moonlight with a couple of restaurants I had picked up while I was doing the accounting work for. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I told my wife, I was like, I really enjoy what we're doing on the side. You know, she was hands on when I'm at work. She's in the trenches. You know what I mean? And so um, we just made the decision, man, that in like eight months from now, I'm resigning. And whatever that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and it, it was really tough. So we, we had our, our, our uh, timeline of items. We wanted to get a little office. So we our first office that we got was, you know, one little small room office. My wife had a desk. I had a desk. And we got it started from there. We built it brick by brick, man. So I resigned December 31st of 2008. And, um, you know, thank God we haven't looked back since, man. You have to, I feel like you have to give yourself Because um, uh, if you don't, then it's really not a goal or it is, it's a dream. There's nothing wrong with dreaming, but a dream can be forever. Mm -hmm. A goal. Right. And you got to say, this is what I got to get to this. That's right. That's so right. for you and your wife to say, okay, December 31st, we got to make it happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the all the motivation that you need. Because especially if you start the process of letting some people know, because some people actually let their, their employer know, this, I'm leaving. This is the date that I'm leaving. Right. Right. So once you say it, that's, it definitely becomes real. It does. So it is like, I, I'm not going to turn back. Uh, period. So that that I I hey nothing but um, props to you and the way for doing that. Yeah. Again, a lot of individuals talk about becoming entrepreneurs and talk about doing this stuff, but they don't have any goals. They just, right. just dreaming. And again, it's good to dream. You should always have imagination on something, but you got to set a set deadline. Yeah, set yeah, you have to put action to it, man. Yep. And, and um, you know, and you need, you know, and it, it's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. Like they said, if it was easy, everybody. Like, I think if, you know, so is there anything special? Because, you know, if you listen to all, I don't care if it's Steve Harvey, if it's the uh, Warren Buffett, Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. anywhere, like Bill Gates, like all these guys, like have their stories yep. of how they started. You know yep. what I mean? And so, and everybody started for the most part, 99 points percent of the people started with humble beginnings. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so. With the uncertainty, with the not knowing, right? And so it was one of the things, like, I've been laid off twice in my corporate career, right? And um, now, from the positions that I had, I was a financial controller, so I kind of knew when the company was going to, like, make these moves. So I never, I was blessed not to ever come into, like, a pink slip situation. Like, right? well, it's just on the desk and tomorrow I don't have a job. So normally from my seat, my positions that I've held, I kind of knew, like, you know, in three months or in six months, you know, we're going to dissolve everything. So it's kind of like I kind of had like, you know, uh, some leeway to go out and look for a new job or whatever. But when I think about that, man, like, you know, because I talk to people a lot and they say, well, you know, well, being an entrepreneur is uncertain. You know, it's a lot of risk. And, and so I said, well, I've been laid off twice to where someone came to me and said, hey, like, you know, your service is no longer needed here. You know, and it wasn't personal. It was business. Yeah. And I understood that, you know, but. I came to the realization, man, is that I didn't want anyone to have that much control over my financial destiny. Like, and not just me. Mm -hmm. Like, you got my wife now in the fold. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got my babies in the phone. So yeah. I gotta come home and tell them like, well, dad don't have a job. Like, yeah. and that's not me. So I'm the type of dude, man, that if my ship is gonna sink, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'd rather be driving the ship. Exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. So, um, so when we when we made that, even when we made that decision. In March of 08, for me to resign, like it wasn't all hunky dory. We didn't have a whole bunch of money saved. Like you know, by design, my wife has always been uh, been at home with the boys for the most part. When she, you know, when she is not here, or the boys are at the office with her, you know. But by design, you know. Um, so I never forget, man. It was November of 08, and it's getting close to December. Mm-hmm. You know, remember I said we set this date like you know mm-hmm. six seven months ago. And uh, I would just, I asked my wife, I said, babe, just, you know, pray for me because, you know, I know we suppose we say we're going to do, man, but duh, you know. So she was just like, well, babe, like, you know, you kind of already know what, what God told us to do. Um, yeah, I said, I, I get that. And I'm clear on that. But I said, babe, the mortgage is still doing yep. You know what I'm saying? Like credit card payments to do it. Car notes are still do right? We still have these obligations. You know, my wife, man, she looked at me, bro, and she said, um, she said, well, the house, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna sleep outside." You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so as a man, as a provider, because you know that's what we're we're as kids, that's that's who we are, and we're groomed to be that yep. provider, right? Mm-hmm. And so, never in a million years would you want your family displaced based upon a dream that you're pursuing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, but hearing my wife say that, man, like a ton of bricks was lifted off chest because you know when you you it's really tough to to follow up on decisions when you have a lot of weight yes you know what i mean and so um so even with that little bit and it's been small but it was huge in the moment yeah it gave me the freedom to wholeheartedly pursue mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and so when people now ask me they say well well man how did you know like when was how did you know when it was time to quit your job like how do you know when? I said, man, it's, you don't know. Exactly. Unless you have a lot of money saved, like you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but now what I tell people when I get asked that question is, well, how do you know? I said, well, you're willing to put everything on the line outside of your faith and your family. You're ready for entrepreneurship, yeah. right? Because like, you know, us, man, you know, you don't want anybody to say, well, take, you know, you heard he lost his car trying to you know, yeah. start his own business, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so when you let stuff like that affect you, it'll be difficult for that person in entrepreneurship because those things happen. Like, you we, you know, I hear you don't get a direct deposit every two yeah. months yeah. or every month. You know yeah. what I mean? So we hunt everything. You, you know what I'm saying? We hunt everything we eat out here. Yep. You know, but that's the excitement. though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So some people look at that as scary, but we look at it as, as, as excitement. So which goes back to the point, Mondays are exciting because you know that it's giving you another and a new opportunity to, to hunt. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing because I think some individuals expect entrepreneurs because I get asked the same thing. I still work my nine to five. Well, I'm about to leave my nine to five, but I still work my nine to five. It's like, when, when is it time to go? And we're to that point, my wife and I, just like, you know, it's time to just do fitness thing and just go all in wow. because um you know it, it's i've been doing it for a while uh mostly part-time and it just started picking up last year was amazing and i think it's more because people really realize you can be training virtually because you know i was doing it before but people were like oh, i don't know if i get that workout but then when everybody was at home Sir. they had a choice so then they was like well oh let me hit a tape because he's been doing it and then i was doing Boot camps and challenges and everything, and everything just kind of like shot up, and it's still going up because people are still to the point where they, I don't want to go to the gym, right? Right. You know, like I'd rather just continue to stay healthy and stay at home. So that I think that more that push and the fact that I'm more comfortable with what I'm doing and what I'm at with adding things, services like the podcast prep and everything, when you get more comfortable in what you do and know why you do what you do, I feel like that's the time to oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, that when, you know, when you get comfortable, you're like, I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Right. Because a lot of times, I was just talking to my father um, the other day about how we look for permission. Mm-hmm. We try to say it's support, right? Like, oh, my boy will support my business. 
That's not it. You looking for your boy to say, you know, you're doing the right thing, yeah. man. Because yeah. as soon as I said that, he's like, oh. We don't want to admit that. That's right. But we're looking for permission for us to do what we were supposed to do. That's right. And can the man give you permission? No, no, no. I know. It's funny you said that, man, because I remember talking with my dad, right? When when I was set on my pop, you know, getting ready to um, to resign, to start, the, to go full play with the business. And so for my family, I'm from like entrepreneurship that's new. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So pop, you know, Outside looking into, just like you, bro, like, you know, you have a really good job. Mm-hmm. You have good benefits. Like, you have, you have, so outside looking in is almost like, you know, it's it's crazy. It, it looks crazy. Like, why are you going to leave that when you've worked so hard? You went to school, you got degrees, yep. and graduate school, and you're doing what you, but, you know, it's a pull. Like, entrepreneurship is a pull. Like, everybody don't get the unction for it, you know, and that's okay. Like, you know, and trust me when I say like, it's okay if you don't, but when you do get that pull, and I know it's going to be a lot of people listening to this, man, when you do get that pull, you have to act upon it. Right. And so my dad said, um, he said, well, champ, that's what he called me. He said, champ, he said, man, I don't know anything about business. You know, he said, but before you make your decision, if you give me one faith, he said, call call uh call your uncle, which is my dad's brother, who lives in, in uh in DC. My my uncle owned his own mortgage brokerage for like at the time, like 12, 15 years, right? Very successful. I hadn't spoken with my uncle in years, man. And um, so when I called him, man, we talked for like two hours, right? And so he was just really trying to fill me out as far as my because what I've also learned is entrepreneurship is not so much about the skill set. Nope. Right. Because we're all skilled. Whether you fitness, like, you know, you do what you do. You know what I mean? So but the part that we lack is now switching that to do it on our own. You know what I mean? Whether you're painting, whether you're doing administrative work, like you, your, your people are very skilled at what they do. You know, now what we lack to to turn that into entrepreneurship, what I've learned, and these, these are the questions that my uncle was asking me, is the few and the mental fortitude that entrepreneurship takes, right? Because it's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of roller coasters, right? Mm -hmm. It's a lot of, like people say, uncertainties because there is no check every two weeks. You know what I mean? Especially when you're starting off. Now you get to a point to where that, you know, that's not, you know, not even really a, a problem anymore. But early on, like, you don't know when it's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but my uncle, he asked me, man, he was just like, you know, have you read this book? And I was like, Uncle, I devoured that book. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, you know, what about this? Mm-hmm. I said, man, that's my guy. I've been, I've been on him since, you know. And so he was like, are you ready? He yeah. never once asked me, well, how good are you at taxes? How good are you at accounting? Yeah. Right? How good are you at marketing? He never asked me those things mm-hmm. because he knew, I know you know how to do what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Right? I just got to make sure that the mental toughness that entrepreneurship takes that you have yes. you know what I'm saying and so I, I talked back to my dad like the next day he was like man your uncle told me that you know he said I don't even have to worry about you you know and even like for me so that's not bragging on me now this is when I hadn't even resigned yet yeah. so for me to hear my dad say that that's coming from my uncle and we just talked about some books last night that was just fuel for me to say well maybe I may be on to something here mm-hmm. because you don't know mm-hmm you know what I mean? Yeah. But one of the things, bro, like the way I'm built, like, you know, playing basketball in Augusta, I'm okay with taking the last shot. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with missing it, right? I would, yeah. I would rather I would rather make it. Yeah. I'm okay with missing it. Like I'm okay with yeah, I put that on my life, right? But I also take the next one as well, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so the way that I'm built, you know, I said I can't get 80 years old. And look back and say, man, I wonder how it would have been if I just would have tried. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't live myself with that. Now, I can live with if I get 80 and say, well, I gave it everything I had and it didn't work. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I couldn't live with, with the thought of what if? Like, what if, yeah. if I just would have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and I think a lot of times, you know, and, and everybody has circumstances and obligation and bills and like, so it does entrap enslaved us, so to speak, into mm-hmm. certain spaces to where people can't make moves or they yeah. feel that they can't make moves. You know what I mean? And, and I understand it, but 
you know, if, if you feel that unction, if you feel that pull, you know, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to God to pursue it. Yeah, absolutely, because you was playing for a reason. You know, I, I, my, my last interview, I had a young lady said something that was so true. She said she felt like it would be selfish of her not to give out her talents. Wow. She was like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be selfish. Mm. Like, I have these talents for a reason. So, therefore, I need to give this to the world. And I was like, that is so true. People need to start thinking about, thinking, thinking about it that way. Because you, 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 we're all skilled, like you said. But if you have a skill and you just give it to yourself, it's kind of selfish. Yeah, man. You don't have to sell it. Right. But at least you're this one. Everybody's not a person who can sell things, and it's fine. But at least this way, because you don't know you can. Things that we think are just like whatever, it changes people's lives. It does. It does, man. And I, I realized that, um, you know, we've been blessed, man, to serve thousands over the years, thousands, thousands of clients. Like, Man, then they've been blessed to meet some amazing people just because we took the step. Like you mm-hmm. said, I'm saying, like you don't really realize what you're missing until you take your step. Yep. You know, so it's it just like I can't really even explain it. Like it's almost like it's a whole, like it's a, a different, totally different world. Like when you when you switch lanes, like it just opens up to like things you never even thought about. Because one of my thoughts too is it's funny now. It's a little bit more common a lot of people home during the pandemic and whatnot, but like this is 08, like when I'm, I'm going back to 08, like I used to always wonder, man, like how people just hanging in a Starbucks on like Tuesday at 10 a.m. I was yeah. like, man, what do they do? Yeah. I would see people with their laptops and out, man, you remember, man, this is a long time ago. Now, today is common, right? Yeah. But back then, I'm like, how do these people, and I used to be like, man, I want to do that. Like, yeah. you know, and so now one of my things is, man, I, I just want to be able to work from anywhere in the world you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, be able to service our clients, manage our businesses, and um, and, and so you know th- that's becoming our reality. Um, but you know, it, it's just it, it's it's, it's mind blowing, man. When yeah. you get out here and, and the different different doors and different things just open up because of you took the the leap. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's it's really just a step, seriously, because um, either you're going to work for somebody. And pretty much probably regret that you didn't take that step because you're gonna have to work regardless. Why not work for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have this the way this country is set up, the world is set up, capitalism. You're gonna have to make money So, why not just do something that you want to do, something that you was planning to do? And that's the biggest hiccup I think for individuals uh, with trying to become entrepreneurs. I, I, I can't, I, I have to ask some. Everybody, especially with everything, the I want to ask, like, what are some common mistakes that people make on their taxes? Mm. All right, so I have two answers for that. Mm-hmm. On the side where there are no, where there is no business, mm-hmm. right? so I'll speak to that side first, right? Um, and this is more so for people that. That, that work, they get W-2s and they're, they're at a certain income level to where they're owing, right? Yeah. If they're getting a refund for the most part, they're okay, you know, um, but if they're owing, um, there's not a lot of tax breaks, right? If you just have a W-2 and no business, like yeah. you just said, the way this world, our government, where it's set up, is set up for entrepreneurship yeah. as it relates to tax returns, right? Mm-hmm. So what I, what I tell people though, is if you are when you work a job and you're, you're finding yourself where you're owing every year, make sure you do everything that you can pre-tax. Like make sure you max out your 401k or whatever your retirement uh, program is on your job, right? Um, if, you're, if you're paying child care for your child, you can have that come, also come out of your check uh, pre-tax, right? And it actually be on your W-2 so you can talk with your HR person about that. And what having these items come out of your check pre-tax means is Let's just say you're at seventy thousand a year, right? Mm-hmm. And you take out, let's just say five thousand for your four hundred one k. That's taking your taxable income down from seventy to sixty-five, mm-hmm. right? You use another five to pay for your kids and uh, your child care. Mm-hmm. That's taking it now down another five thousand, right? So now your taxable income is down from seventy thousand to sixty thousand, mm-hmm. which makes a huge difference on your income tax return. So now on the business side, man, some of the huge mistakes that we see. 
really just not keeping their financial house in order, yeah. right? From the standpoint of keeping up with your deductions, mm-hmm. right? Maximizing your deductions, and you know it's it's funny. Up until PPP, every business owner want to have a loss, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. From a tax standpoint, I, I understand, but you can't take that document to the bank and get a mortgage with it. Exactly. It says you didn't make any money. Exactly. Right? Early on it says that you don't you don't qualify for PPP either. Yep. Right? Now it changed in round two of PPP. But what I'm saying is you when you get in business, the IRS knows like nobody's in business to lose money. Yeah. That's like you're saying we're going to the casino and we're just gonna kinda lose everything that Yeah. That's not the reason why you go to the casino. You know what I mean? Like you could have just hit every somebody on the street. So you get into business, you want to make sure that you're maximizing your maximizing your tax deductions and minimizing your tax. Like if you're in business, you're gonna pay tax. Like yeah. it's it's inevitable, and you hope you are because that means you're making money. Yep. So my conversations with a lot of people, especially some like because my heart is with entrepreneurs and small business owners, um, it's just pretty much just making sure they understand because what you see a lot, you may see Joe the plumber, who's an amazing plumber, he has his own business, but bookkeeping and taxation is not his lane, which is okay, right? My lane is not plumbing. That's why I'm calling Joe. Yep. Come to the, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, but when he get here, we want to make sure that Joe understands how this side of his business and his life now is going to work. Yep. And these are the different things that we can do to maximize it. You yep. know what I mean? So, yep. And I think another big, big mistake that most new entrepreneurs do, especially they try to do everything. Yeah. And you cannot do everything. Yeah. It's, it's a book that I cannot think of the title, um, but it's about firing yourself. You find yourself first. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, because we feel like, well, it's my business, it's my baby. I'm the only one who has a vision. But then again, like you say, if Joe Plummer, he didn't come to you and get his stuff right. right. You don't need to be like, well, let me just get on TurboTax. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was funny about that, though, is that like, this day and age, you know, we're all like we're skilled enough in everything to be dangerous. And that, that part's get a little scared. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, you do have your your online tax application. You have your turbo tax. You have. And nothing's wrong with that. You have QuickBooks online. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like and, and I'm not discouraging any of that. And I tell clients all the time, like I can go out and change my old. Like I, I learned how to do that as a kid. Right? Mm-hmm. Taught me how to do that. Like I know how to do that. Right. I hadn't changed my oil though since I was a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Simple reason is I don't feel like, you know, trying to find something to do with the oil that I drained out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta go to the store, mm-hmm. get a filter, yeah. get eight more quarts of oil, yeah. doing it in my front yard, my my you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just don't now can I? Yes. Yeah. Right? But I've learned certain things that I know is gonna be done right. Yeah. I can delegate, I can save time, I can actually even be working on a client file. My oil is getting changed, yep. right? So I'm maximizing my time, you know, and I'm still getting the same job done, yep. right? So, but yeah, to your point, man, like, and I get it. Early on in entrepreneurship, you don't. So this is another thing people face. You don't have the resources, though, to pay professionals, yep. right, to do certain things. And, and I, I, I totally get that. We've been there. Um, but the, the way that we like to find, this is not a sales pitch, but the way that we like to partner, partner, with clients is we like to jump in like where you need us. You know, we don't have a cookie cup, like we don't have a package, like, mm-hmm. you know, because that doesn't fit every entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like if you need us to step in and bookkeeping, we'll step in. If you take care of your own bookkeeping, that's cool. If you just want us to review it, we'll step in there and we'll just take care of your tax return. Yeah. Right? We don't, you know, there's not a one size fit all as you know in entrepreneurship, because everybody's different. Everybody. You know, um, but the, the advice remains the same. Like you said, you got to make sure that you're delegating what you can delegate. Yeah. Because like I see, man, a lot of people, well, you know, I do my own bookkeeping and nothing's wrong with that. But what we see so much is if Joe the plumber is getting plumbing calls, it is very hard for Joe to focus on his bookkeeping. Yep. Because what we see is he planning on doing it Saturday. Yeah. Right. Because he got a free day coming up. Uh-huh. Joe get this call. Right. That somebody's house is flooded. Due to Pipesburg. So he's going to get that money because yeah. that's what he's in business to do. He's not in business to do his own bookkeeping exactly. because that's not giving him a check. Exactly. And so you'll see that roll over, roll over. And so now you get the tax time and nothing's done. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. So to your point, it's really great to delegate. You have to. You have to. Um, if not, and then again, you can barter. You can, you can, you can trade off services. You, to do it. Yeah. you know, it, it doesn't always have to be like I'm hiring someone. Right. Because you may not have the phone, but you can be like, you know what? I can't afford your tax service, but I train you in white. There you, you know go. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, you'll go for that. Like, you, you have to learn how to, because that's business. That's how they used to do it back then. Yeah, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they people forget it. that. Like, communities. Strong communities, black communities, even in Augusta. I mean, if people look at the history of Augusta, you have very strong black strong communities, communities yeah. economic communities that that's how they did. It was like, I can't afford this, but hey, I'll do this service for you. I change your oil, I, the mechanic, like everybody helped out each other. Right. But I think we forget that we lost that because we feel like the world is so big. Yep. But honestly, it's really small. It's small. Really small. Really small. Like, we are, it, it was just one connection from. From me to meet you. Right. Connection. That's it. So that's your own thing. Yeah. And so the world is small. We need to get back to a, a system of where we can actually be able to help each other. Because I I feel like 2020 should have taught a lot of us that being an owner is the only way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. No. Yep. So being an owner, owning something, that's, that's the only way you're going to make it. That's right. You know, and it's getting even more brutal because now... Um, they're they make them people. Okay. So it's like they don't have the jobs, but they're like, well, the landlords need their money. And I get both sides. You know, it's like I get both sides because you sat there for so long you didn't pay, right. you couldn't pay, and now it's time they're saying that you should be able to pay. I need my money just as well. That's right. You know, it's a hard situation to be in as a landlord that um and to be course renting uh because of eviction, but I think Thing is, we need to teach people entrepreneurship. Now, if you do, if you want to be an entrepreneur or not, but you at least need to know how to start a business and run a business. That's something I feel like we talk to our youth. Oh, yeah. It's something. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm all for that, man. Yeah. I'm all for that because I know growing up, you know, like entrepreneurship wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even on the table of things that I knew as a young man coming up that I could do. Yeah, like it was, you know. Well, the, the armed services, mm-hmm. you know, uh, get a good job. And that really, college really wasn't on the table for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I was blessed through athletics, basketball, I was able to get a full basketball scholarship. But, um, man, like, but entrepreneurship, so that's one of the blessings of, of, of being here today. Like, our kids get a totally different education than, than we got. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're understanding the they're understanding the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. right? They're they're being able to see their parents travel and and yeah, you know, they know daddy, you know, I keep my laptop and my cell phone with me because that's that's my office, right? Mm-hmm. Not they've been on the road with us. We travel and dad have to stop in at Starbucks because I got I need Wi-Fi real quick and I gotta jump on a Zoom call with a client. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's pretty cool that they're seeing the um they're seeing the nuances of Entrepreneurship and and um, so it's giving them a totally different perspective on life. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a, a, a totally different education that is going to benefit them in a major way because again they have that option. Um, I didn't have an option either. It was either for me it was on services. College college was on the table because I had siblings who went to college, and then it was like sports. What if you don't get those three, man? And a good job. Yeah, that was like. Uh, loan the telephone because it was more about sports because it's like oh you good so right. you're like we know you was yeah everybody's like you know you know you go and it's, and it's so funny but now it's like all the work that you have to put in no Man. no it's so much work um, you have to put in it's just as hard to be a entrepreneur but then again I always tell people too people say well my friends are entrepreneurs they always talk about how hard they work I'm like what you mean they work hard they work hard they work hard they work going in the nine to five they work hard too. Yeah, like it's no one. It's not too many people that's just chilling and relaxing, right? You know, you're getting to your point where you find your cool spots mm-hmm. to where, you know, but it, it takes time, man. Like it, it takes time, like you know. And I think, like I love, you know, Instagram and Facebook, but I think, you know, people looking at entrepreneurship and they see, like, you know, because everybody should be glam side. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I'm like, man, my wife and I, we love to be and stay as transparent like as possible. 
you know, there are some glamorous sides to this yeah. lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And but you have to build it. You have to you have to get to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't just start. Like it's it's rare that people start and go six figures their first year, two yeah. or three years of entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some you know. So it, it's just it's not you know. And so people say, well, it's, it's hard. And like you said, working working for somebody's hard. Like. Like if they lay you off, that's hard. It's hard. It's real hard because you have no control over that. Like at least with entrepreneurship, you can say, "Well, we had a not so great week last week. So what can we do different?" That's it. <laughs> you know, with with somebody saying, "Well, we don't need your service anymore," uh, or you can go home. It's nothing you can do. Right. But entrepreneurship, I can I can step back and say, "Well, let me instead of putting this video on, let me put that video because now marketing." Social media, right? You're not social media. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're like, well, let me not post it. Let me repost it. Like you have to, you you have something to gauge off of. That's right. Revenue in. That's right. But when you work with somebody else, it's set. Yeah. That's what you're gonna make. Yeah. You get that little raise every year if, yeah. if you're lucky. Because some companies just don't even give you a raise. Yeah. So like, if you get that little raise, then you're then you're lucky. But it's still not enough to make a huge difference in your life. Right. You know. Right. So. Entrepreneurship, you can go from maybe 50, first couple of years, 60, whatever, you know, then you may hit year three, year four, six figures. I never, I never made six figures until we started out. Now, and I, and I don't mean that we started out making six figures, so I'm not saying that, but I never, like my wife and I, we never hit the six figure mark yeah. until, you know what I'm saying, yeah. until we were here. And yeah. so it, it was just, you know, so then part of me like, man, I should have did this earlier. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But you know, God's time is everything. So, um, but you know, it just it, it just lets you know, man, that once you take that step, and that's what I really wish a lot of people can can get. Like, you take that step. Yeah, and it's unknown. Yeah, you like. I remember sitting in our office the first day my, after that December thirty first, two thousand eight. January the first was New Year's Day, so we didn't go into the office. Quote unquote. January 2nd, I'm sitting in this one-room office that my wife and I had, we're renting, and um, I'm twiddling my thumbs, bro. Like, yeah. I'm in the suit and tie, and I have no clients. Like, it is January, so tax season is upon us. This is my first ever tax season. Mm-hmm. 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 Right? I got I got this new building that, I, that we're renting, this little office space, rather. So I know this rent is coming due soon. Yeah. At the same time, I, I don't have a job anymore now. Yeah. <laughs> right. At the same time, you got mortgage coming in. Those expenses, right? So, and you have no clients. Yeah. yeah. No money saving to take like this. Now, I don't, the way that we did it, man, like, I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it the, the way that we did it. You know, but like, you know, of course, you, you, you talk with professionals, they'll say, well, you know, okay, you want to make sure you have six, mm-hmm. three, six months saved. Yeah. If people can do that, Normally they wouldn't even be looking to one entrepreneurship, right? You know, now some people can because you know they're you know their debts are low, their their jobs paying enough to work. But I'll say about ninety eight percent of people, it is very difficult to save three months. It's it's let alone it's hard for some people to save five hundred dollars, man. Yep. Yep. Like a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Let alone be able to save three to six months of your monthly expenses. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah, you hear it all the time. That's that the gurus say that all the time. Oh, how yeah. do you do that? Yeah. If you, you just, you're one check away from being evicted, yep. let alone being able to save. Man, like, it would take you 40 years to do that. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So, you know, and, and with me understanding that, my wife understanding that, like, we was like, we know who we are. We know, like, we don't have the time to do that. Yeah. We don't have the time to do that. So we're going to get out and we're going to hit this thing as hard as we can hit it. And we're going to go out here and we're going to make some things. And that's what you got to get in your mind. You're going to say, you're going to make some things happen. You're going to make yourself uncomfortable. Bro, like, I had to learn to sell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's not like, man, I can meet you, man, never knew you. We can talk all day. Yeah. Talk to you about the family, what's going on. But now, it was. It used to be difficult for me to say, hey, man, listen, I actually, I'm a tax accountant. Operate your own accountant tax practice. Would love to, you know, take care of this stuff for you. You know, it was difficult for me to do that, man. Yeah. However, though, it got to a point where I knew that's how my babies was going to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it takes on a different meaning now. And I'm still a little different the way that I maneuver, 
you know, the selling part of what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then it got to a point I was like, all right, like you said, you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, social media presence. Like, I want to make sure that everybody that know me know what it is that I do. Exactly. Now, whether you utilize the services or not, that's okay. Because yeah. my goal for you is just to make sure you're taken care of. And that's, that's the honest truth. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you, you've been knowing me and you said, man, I didn't know you. You was a tax guy. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm like, well, what have I been doing wrong? You know what I mean? Even if you don't use me, I want you to know what it is that I do. You know what I mean? And so, um, and I think, like you said earlier, man, that's huge for everybody. Like, Facebook, Instagram is free. This phone, people have their phones in their hands, man, almost 100% of the time. Right? They're awake. They're how can you not be on that? You know, I talk to a few friends of entrepreneurs and I tell them all the time. And, and I know they get, they get tired of me saying, I'm like, I don't know what you do. And they know what I mean by that. Because it's like, I haven't been on social media because I post and I scroll a little bit. And there's certain people I see and I'm like, I didn't see you both. I didn't see that. So I don't know what you do. First time we talk on the phone or something, you know, I just be just messing with them. I don't know what you do. Man. Yeah, because I don't even know what you do, period. Just because you posted Monday, it's Friday. Right. And, and it gets tough. It gets yeah, tough. It, 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 it gets really tough because a part of you saying, "Well, man, I don't want to be too pushy." Yeah. Right. I don't want people to say, "Man, he always posting something about this." So mm-hmm. Tate always talking about running some miles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, like, all right, you know. So a part of you is feeling that way. So, and, and that's why I said I love to be transparent because I know, like, I know how people feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so it's not like when, when I hear people say, well, this is what you got to do. You like that don't come easy to everybody yeah. and it don't come easy to us. Yeah. But right. when you know what you have to do, it's like almost like when you have a job, you know, you got to get up and you got to be that line. Yeah. You do it, whether yeah. you feel like it or not. Yeah. Right. Whether your child have a, a, a program at school at nine or not, unless you took a PTO day, you're going to be at work at nine. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just, there are some, there are some rules in this game of entrepreneurship but in life. Things that you have to do. You have to plant your seeds, right? Um, and so that's what really makes it exciting. Yeah, that's what makes it exciting, man. You're absolutely correct because um, I didn't start posting as much as I did until somebody told me. And they was like, yeah, I know you train, but what have you been doing lately? You put up a little picture on your profile and that's it. Like, I know it's uncomfortable, but they challenged me. It's like, I need to see a little need to see a video. Mm-hmm. If it's old and new, because I hate to say it, we all know this, especially marketing people, attention spans are very short. So I can actually film something that I did last month. Change the word, the words around it, put some another music, put somebody and repost it. Post they said they need to see a video for me. They need to see a, a post about just maybe a still shot of anything that I'm doing with the business. And I need to post something else of sharing somebody else stuff. Man. So like I share your posts because what you do. Wow. Like, it's like you need to do that every day. And they challenged me. They wow. challenged me for 50 days to do that. And I did that every wow. single that's day. Strong. Hey, that's free game, fam. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's free. And I'm actually taking notes on that. It's free game. That, that can cha- it, it will change the dynamic of your life and it will change the dynamics of your business. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, like, and it's free. Yeah. Like there, there are certain things that you can do with social media, you know, like, you know, you can boost posts, you can, you can do the ad, you can sponsor, you can, you can invest money to, to, to allow your stuff to be seen by more people. But yeah. what, what my man just said is absolutely free. Yeah. That's what he just got. That's just sweat. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's sweat. Exactly. And, and it's not going to harm because now I'm saying you on there either way. And besides, if you don't talk about yourself, who gonna talk about this? Right. So I never feel like, oh, they're getting tired of seeing my post. Doesn't matter to me it. because you're not out yeah. here with a bullhorn saying they go sign up Facebook right. business. And so I, would, I need to. And I would rather them see that than mm-hmm. spending their time looking at stuff that's not gonna push their vision forward. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think so. And it, it's so much information coming at us like these days, awesome. especially through cell phones. And like, you can get so caught up, especially in social media. Outlets to where you just spending so much of your time. Like people say, "Well, I don't have time. I don't have time to do, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do these things." I don't, we all have the same twenty-four hours. Yep. Right. Exactly. You know, you just have to choose and decide. Everything goes back to a decision. You have to choose and decide how you're going to invest your time, not spend it. Yep. Because if you exactly. just if you just 
just kind of, you know, scrolling through IG, scrolling through Facebook, you're spending time. Yep. Which means you're wasting it. You know what I mean? But you need to figure out how you can start investing your time. Like, what can I read that's going to help me? You know what I mean? Let me let me look at some people pages. Let me follow some people that that I that I know is going to give me some good game. That I know you may even some people you may even have to go buy the ebook. Yep. And that's okay. Invest in yourself. Nobody, a lot of people, not everybody, don't like to invest. Like we'll we'll take out a million dollars in student loans. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. To go to school. Yeah. Right? But people won't pay, you know, $19.99 for an ebook. Listen, my earlier mentors, man, like, I've been blessed. My mentors, the only thing that I got, my uncle was one. Man, I think you should read this book. Yep. I get the book name and the author. I go straight to the store. I, now, you know, you do the Amazon boy. Mm-hmm. But I used to go straight to Borders, straight to Books a Million. Like, mm-hmm. I don't play. When it comes to when I respect someone enough and they drop a book on me, yeah. bro, that's life changing for me because I know that if, if I respect you in that life and you've read it and you're recommending it to me, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, because books have changed my life, I've never been a big reader, man. I've never, never been, you know, through undergrad, grad school. Like, I read, but I have to read for assignments, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but never was a never was a big reader like that in my family wasn't nobody reading nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Read the paper. Yeah. But yeah. man, I got my first book recommended to me when I was 24. It was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. That was an amazing book, man. It's the first book that I read cover to cover, and it, and it just it opened my mind to like so many different things. Yeah. You know, and as an entrepreneur, that's what you need. Like you need that fuel. You need seminars. You need courses. You need uh, masterminds. Like you need, you need to be in a room with people that not only can 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 purchase your services or purchase your products. Because when you get around certain people, whether you're around them physically or virtually, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's different nuggets and different different pieces of information that you can pick up and you can copy that and paste it into your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the biggest game changer for me was audiobooks because with the fact that I drive and commute. To work, run, and I cycle, I can just listen to the audiobook while I'm doing it. You know, and people don't realize, like, well, are you really paying attention? Yes, it's no. just like you listen to music. Right. You know, all the rap lyrics, you know, you get in the book. So, audiobook was a huge game changer for me. Like, last year, I think I, I actually read read and listened to at least two books, two books every month. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm reading two books in a year. I know. And I didn't really know, know that until I kind of started to sell my book club. With a few brothers, and they didn't get through the first book. And I was just like, in a year, I'm telling you, I was in a shop. Man, people don't read a new book a year. Yeah. Hey, not one book. Yeah. I'm going to take it back. And, and I would love, I mean, I need to Google this one now. Mm-hmm. But because, like, for me, I always challenge myself. I was, in, we was on vacation recently, maybe two months ago, and this guy came up to me. And uh, and he, he he was, he was I could tell he was he was a, a well off gentleman, mm-hmm. right? Older Caucasian guy. Um, mm-hmm. He said, "Man, I saw you down here with your daughter, man. It's just I just want to come and tell you, like I really like what you're doing, you know. And I'm just doing me, you yeah. know." At the time, so my man walked up to me. And he was just like, "Man, this is amazing. Like, I see you out with your daughter, da da da." Um, so he was like, "What do you do?" Mm-hmm. So as an entrepreneur, like your eyes light up because yeah. so we're talking, and um, so he he hit me and he said, "What uh, what good book are you reading?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I was like, okay. So I was like, my man, like I already knew what he was on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I told him what I was reading, and uh, you know, it just but so the conversation at that time is still casual. So he said, well, aren't you going to ask me? Yeah. And I was like, okay, what book are you reading? Mm-hmm. And so he said, I got three for you. So when he said that, bro, I, I got my phone. Yeah. So see, that's how I am about information. Like I didn't take that lightly. So yeah. when he said, aren't you going to ask me? And before he started, I said, give me one second. So I pulled up my phone. I went to my notes. Yeah. I opened it up. So as he told me, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave me three. Only one of them kind of hit my spirit. Yeah. Right? So that's the one the same day my wife and the kids wanted to go to the mall. I bought the book the exact same day. Right? Mm-hmm. And I finished it before we left. Mm-hmm. So I text my man a picture because we exchanged information. I text my man a picture that morning. I'm out by the like 7 a.m. on the pool deck reading my book with coffee, right? Yeah. So I just text him a picture of my coffee cup and the book. 
And he was like, man, how did you get this book so fast? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it wasn't just to show him, like, hey, I went and got the book. It wasn't that. I'm just letting him know this is how I operate. Yeah. Because yeah. I respect what you do. Because you didn't have to, I didn't even have to meet you. So I understood that our meeting was, uh, it was special. It was heaven Yeah. Come on. Telling you, all right, yeah. I got a new book for him. Exactly, that's true, right? He didn't give me a book on astronomy or something that, that didn't even apply to me. Like, he gave me a book about entrepreneurship. Like, yeah. what is that come from? Exactly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right place, right time, type of a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I, um, I was before, before we go, I want to ask you how, if any, did, did 2020 affect the business at all, man? In a, in a, a very positive way, man, believe it or not, because you know, we went in the trenches to help businesses stay afloat. Like, because as an entrepreneurship, you know, what we do, thank God, you know, uh, businesses still had to file tax returns, you know, people still needed, you know, our clients still needed their financial statements prepared more so than ever, yeah. special applying for the EIDL, applying for PPP, you know, assistant applying for PPP, making sure they had everything in order, making sure that they were getting funded, making sure that they can stay in flow. Like, so we took on a whole different mission in 2020. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we re- 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 reinvented ourselves. And so, like, it's crazy because, um, you know, when when all that was coming out, like PPP, like this is like March, April of last year. Like I had no idea. Like I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Like, cause I, cause you know, when you when you're in a seat for what you do, anything fitness, people that know you, they gonna hit you. Hey, hey, you know what's going on? So I knew we were gonna start getting influx of calls, DMs from clients, and hey, what's this thing that I? Cause you know, clients, they they hear stuff. Yeah. My cousin told me, you know, uh, later on, job told me. Uh, I need to know. Mm-hmm. So we just positioned ourselves to make sure that we knew everything about these SBA products, whether it was PPP, EIDL, you know, that advance was coming out at that time because, you know, there's so much hearsay. Yeah. Right. And so we just wanted to make sure that I that we was able to be there for our clients. man. so uh, in that regard, you know, we were blessed in 2020, um, you know, to have a really great year. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because of those things, man. And then like you said, like a lot of people started businesses, believe it or not, yes, yes, in twenty twenty. Yes, you know what I mean? So like, um, just a lot. It was you know a lot of consultations, a lot of new business entities that we that we help erect. Um, so yeah, twenty twenty was a great year, man. And even even coming into twenty twenty one, thank God, like it's just been a springboard, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a game changer. Like I said, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't lose their job, and a lot of businesses did go but under. But you know, it was a lot of people who found their their why and they took that step. Oh man, because it was like they was forced to take this step. That's right. It was like if I don't take this step, we're not gonna eat. That's right. So a lot of people took that step, and I was uh, I was very very still I'm very proud that they did take that step. Um, being an entrepreneur myself and things I do, I, I I work out to keep me balanced. What do you do for mental health and physical health to keep you balanced with all? Man, that, that's that's a really great question. Um, for me and my family, man, it's travel, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were blessed to do a lot of that last year, like because the kids were virtual, yeah. Right, so we took like crazy advantage of that because you know you got all this stuff going on in the world. You got you know you got the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know you got the kids sitting behind the computer all day like that. Like, and I, I we told the kids, my kids were blessed, man. They do very extremely well in school, um, but I, we knew it wasn't easy, you know, during that yeah. time, right? We travel, man. We just we just changed the you know we just changed the location, you know, change the scenery, you know. Mm-hmm. As long as we had Wi-Fi, the kids were good. Yeah. So that's great. But no, man, I I, uh, I enjoy getting out running. Like yeah. so for me, like that that's that's my space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and you know I need to do it more than I than I do it. But um, that's me. Like you know I'm a, you know play college basketball, so I still like to get out and shoot, man. And mm-hmm. you know not really play as much. Yeah. You know, because, you know, there's some after effects, bro. When you get over 40, man, that's man. You pay for it, man. And then, you know, my our boys are growing up, so they're uh, 15 and 16 right now. So, you know, they challenging dad a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so but definitely, man, trying to work out, you know, running. Uh, you know, me and the wife will get out. We'll walk. Yeah. Um, but it's those things that uh, that really help with the mental health. Yeah. Um, and just reading, man. Yeah. Like, like I say, reading, you know, like that really. And just kind of meditating. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, in this life, getting in a quiet space is very difficult. Yes, it is. 
You know what I mean? Even if you're home alone, like you still have the quiet space. You know, you're looking at TV, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook. So, you know, your mind never stops looking or do you know, so just sitting there, even if I just go out sometimes, man, early morning, like on our back deck, and I just sit down and have a cup of coffee. And just think, man, just and just and just sit quiet and just listen, really. Yeah. Whether it's the birds chirping, man, whether it's you know, then you still have all these thoughts coming, well, I gotta get this done, man. I gotta oh, I forgot I'm him, I gotta, you know. So after, even when I run, that's the great part about running yeah. too. Because when I start running, like those are my earliest thoughts. Oh, I gotta hit take. I gotta text mm-hmm. him back. I gotta shoot him the address. I gotta. Mm-hmm. Um, then after you go and you get that, that, get through that one mile, and now your body needs you to focus. Yeah. Because it needs, it needs like all of your attention. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So now you're, 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 you're. At that point, you're totally just listening. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because your body means everything you got. It. That's so true. That's so true. That's when I call my ideas or like something when I run. Because people say, you run every day. I was like, yeah, because if I don't, I'm going to miss something. And I have, I have all the reminders and the dinging and the pinging on the phone. But I'm the type of person, I get in a ping and see that thing and forget all about it. Because yeah. I'm thinking about yeah. it. Oh, so yeah. when I run, I put everything, I center everything. Yep. And I'm like, okay, this is what I need to get done today. You know, and things pop up, as you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, especially even getting interviews of the podcast. I, I didn't have to switch reschedule, I didn't have people reschedule because I interview entrepreneurs. And, it, and it's all good because we live a little different. You know, I can't pass up revenue right. for something. Sometimes you just got to be like, I'm sorry, but I need to go big as a way. Yeah, nothing perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a lot different, but yeah, running is definitely a very, that's my space for working out. Like, I can. If I get when I once I start sweating, I'm good. Yeah, man, I love it. I yeah, mean, there's nothing like it, man. Like, I, I, so part of that is like I enjoy running, like you know, like we, when we travel, like I enjoy running like different places. Yeah, I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, man, I'll pop out, like I run, like I, I keep stuff in the trunk, keep stuff in the office. So like I'll pop out, and run, like you know, my wife want to do something, I'm okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I haven't done that lately. So my wife listening, she said, "Yo, you ain't done." <laughs> So, and like I said, a very transparent, but like I enjoy doing that, man. Yeah. Because like running, it does it for me, man. So, um, and I really enjoy it, man. Yeah. I, I just, I just returned from Charlotte. And I was going to see my my best friend, like like brothers, and um, we he was showing around Charlotte in that morning. I was for a run. Now I don't, I just run. Right. I don't have a distance. Like some people, yeah. distance. No, I just run. So, um, we're in the car now, and we're uptown Charlotte, and he's. I'm like, oh, I saw that this morning. Oh, I saw that this morning. I saw, he said, man, how far did you get? He's like, you know, we all the way to, I was like, oh, yeah, dude. I got here, dude. That's when I turned around and went over there. He's like, you probably did on five months, probably. Man. You know, I said, but, you know, I just, because of what I do, it helps me, it helps me clear my mind. And then in a different city, different environment, um, it's exciting. Like, because you're looking around. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's great, but, um, I want I, well, the people who want your services. How can they contact you? What's your contact information? Great information, man. Great question. I mean, but um, no. So uh, website. All right, mm-hmm. and you know, I know a lot of people don't go to websites much anymore. But our website is www.agibsassociates.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook as A Gibbs and Associates, mm-hmm. and uh, also my personal page is Alfonso Gibbs Facebook and Alfonso Gibbs on Instagram. Okay. Yep. So, and then, you know, the number is always 770-922-5463. But uh, we would love to, you know, if you have any questions, like I tell people, like, even if you're not a client, like our goal, man, is to make sure that people have the correct information. Yeah. Right? And, and we don't charge for that. I just want to make sure you hope. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I know when you do good by people, man, good things come back to you. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? So not, we're not going to withhold information because, you know, we're going to say, well, you, you need to be paying me for that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, we don't rock like that. That's not the vibe. Like, people tell me all the time, well, you need to charge. Yeah. You should charge. Same That's the consultation. You should charge. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I say, well, maybe we should, right? Yeah. But the way that people say, well, you know, you don't give back. Well, we know that this is a way of giving back. Because yeah. if, if I learn the information, I'm not going to just withhold it. Yeah. Someone that needs yeah. okay. You know, and so, um, so whether you're a clown or not, um, you know, if you need the second guess or a second opinion, mm-hmm. you know, feel free to reach out to us now. You know, of course, if it's services, if physical stuff that we have to do, of course, we have to charge for that. But it's, 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 
information wise, we got you covered. Yeah, man, that's beautiful, man. We want to thank you very much. Uh, man, it's been a pleasure, man. I tell you, yeah, man, it's been man. a pleasure. Thank you, man. Nothing but success, man. Likewise, yeah. likewise, yeah. man. And uh, uh, one day we're gonna have to get a run in together. Yes, yeah. right. absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Later. Later.